What is up, everybody? It's podcast Gameoverse episode 055 for Tuesday, January 12, 2021. It's your boy, Sabi Ice Cream, in the corner over there. My dude, Rick. Yo, guys, what's up? Before we start, if I can say really quick, that song, fucking banger, dude. I fucking <laughs> vibe a little bit every show. I'm not even kidding. I vibe a little bit every show when I hear that song. Dude, I've been I've been fucking around in the in the <laughs> FL studio a little bit. I saw that. I saw that. Um, just dicking around. I don't know. I, I like to go in there and just like whenever just something hits, I'll just lay something down for like an hour and then just throw it away for like a couple months and then come <laughs> back to it like, oh right, that was this thing I was like dicking around with. And then like I don't know. Sometimes something will hit me and I was just like bang something out real quick and and if you keep uh, up that pace we'll have your new mixtape in like 10 years that's how i work man that's just how i work <laughs> i don't know it's um i don't know there's been a lack of inspiration lately especially with people trying to turn the world into like a real life fucking ubisoft game so <laughs> oh god you're not wrong we're not here to talk about that. We're going to talk about some fucking video games. Um, yes. Unless you guys want to talk about that. I mean, I don't know how much, how many of our listeners are actually in the U.S. Um, but. No, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got quite a bit to go over, man. Um, mainly, we got to finish our game of the year list from last, from our last show. And, you know, a couple little small announcements here and there. So there's quite a bit to go over, man. I'm excited. But uh, yeah. first, like, what have you been playing, man? Um, Nothing. <laughs> I, 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 I tried to, like, take a little break. Um, I tried to take a little break from uh, from games. Just a little bit. I don't know. I was, I was trying to just get into, like, a little comfort zone at the... Um, like during the holidays and at the beginning of the year here. So I've just been playing like just comfort games like Fantasy Star Online, like the classic, some PSO2, um, just like some some Zelda. I loaded up like Axiom Verge for some reason. Uh, so like I'm playing a little bit of that. Just like old stuff, just comfort games, just stuff that makes me feel good. Just games I like, Donkey Kong Country. Um, watched a lot of uh, Games Done Quick. Games Done Quick was going on last week. Uh, so I watched a lot of that. Um, uh, any highlights you want to talk about? or? Um, yeah, they had a good uh, Beat Saber stream. Um, it's cool when they, when they do the... Uh, because they they're not doing like the shit they're not doing it like on location anymore they're doing like you know it's like online based um yeah. so they they bring in a lot of cool stuff that you wouldn't they wouldn't be able to do if you like know on, on location to, yeah so they had a a full like VR beat saber stream um where a girl just had her whole room just you know green screened out and she was just in their virtual just doing beat saber stuff that one was really cool um there was a guy who did the celeste beat uh c tapes the c sides 
Um, he did the whole thing deathless using a, a DDR thing. Holy uh, shit. What? <laughs> that shit was fucking crazy. Um, there was a Super Mario 35. Uh, they had four speedrunners like competing to see how who can get the most wins in Super Mario 35 for like an hour and a half. Uh, that was really entertaining. Um, yeah, there was really cool stuff. There was an Ori and Will of the Wisp race. Uh, oh, that's really cool. I love seeing those races because, like, yeah, I think yeah. there's more pressure there, and it's more entertaining. Like having f- like different screens of different players, and like watching how each of them try to tackle yeah. something. What was crazy about the races was most of the races were like they were super like neck and neck. Like there was a Donkey Kong Country one that they were like fucking neck and neck the entire time. The Ori one, they were neck and neck the entire time. So like, oh, it was that's like, so cool. It was just really like edge of your seat. Like, oh god, who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? See that? Um, that's I. I think races are like more exciting than just watching a single player like speed run. Like those, those are cool. Don't get me wrong, but I, I like the competition that comes with the race, and I, I think that's that's more intense because you get that that neck and neck like you're just describing right now. Yeah. So they've got they've got all of that archives in our YouTube. You search um, AGDQ twenty twenty one, and um, they got a full playlist of the entire week. So you can watch them all back. Really good stuff in there. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. What about uh? What about you? I know you um. Now look, I don't know if you've uh, I don't know if you've partaken in uh. The uh, sweet sugars of the uh, ripe fruit that is called uh, Outer Wilds, but I know you did purchase the game. You're gonna okay. Let me let me start the story <laughs> with another story. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I did buy the game. I did download it. I had full intention to play it and talk about it at this podcast. But then I realized River City Girls was on Xbox Game was on a Game Pass. Oh my god! So <laughs> don't 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 shame me. I have the game. I promise I will get to it. I promise. And when I get to it and I finish it, we will have a whole Outer Wilds podcast just for you. Because actually, it'll probably be for me too. Because this game is like if this game warrants as much discussion as you claim it does. I'm gonna want to talk about it when I'm done with it. Yeah, I promise. I I know exactly how you feel. I fucking I've bought Undertale for two different people this holiday season. Neither of them have even fucking started it, <laughs> and I bought them the fucking game. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I bought I, it with I the full intention of like talking about it. Well, if you play Undertale. I'll play Outer Wilds. <laughs> All right. But <laughs> I, I played. I played Undertale. I just haven't like. I haven't. The, the thing about Undertale is that that's a game that's ruined by that. That game got too big too fast. Um, that, like that's a game that's just ruined by the fandom. I totally agree, dude. Like, I I, I almost didn't play it because the fan base is so annoying. But yeah. a buddy of mine, she was like, "No, it's really good. Like, you got to play it." Like the cringy fan base, just ignore them. Don't. Stay off the internet for a little bit, beat the game. And the game is really good. Like, I think Undertale is something really special. 
and I think it deserves a lot of the praise it gets, but the fan base is god damn, and it's still going strong. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, listened to Super Eye Patch Wolf, but he's a he's a YouTuber and podcaster. He's way bigger than us. He has a whole video dedicated to like the Undertale rabbit hole, and it's insane, and it's still going today. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's not a short video; it's like a forty-minute video, like explaining the Undertale fandom, and it's 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 unsettling. How could I word this? It's impressive and unsettling at the same time <laughs> yeah um but it's a great game um and i promise i will get to outer wild soon i promise i will um and i, I do want to play it it's just I, I have so many other games right now especially now that like my pc like i got i got my pc back you know i could start playing games again and I ha- so I have like this backlog I want to clear up too, like games I've already been playing that I want to finish. Uh, but I'm probably gonna knock that out. I'm probably gonna play Outer Wilds this week. Like, how long is Outer Wilds? Like, how fast can I beat that game? That's a t- that's a difficult question, uh, because it really depends on how dumb you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pu- it's a puzzle game. It's like The Witness, but mm. better. Um. But I like it's about like twelve hours max. I think. Um, you you lose it's all funny, sense of time. It's funny you say that because like when the witness came out, you were like into it. Like I remember you really liked the witness. Yeah. Oh, the witness is great. I'm just like. Yeah. It's a it's a puzzle ass puzzle game. Like that's a game yeah. that's just puzzle. Whereas um, Outer Wilds just has this extremely cohesive story that um, that motivates you to keep playing. Whereas The Witness, um, once you get stuck, you're like, "Fuck, man!" Like, <laughs> you know, it's 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 that. But um, I'll definitely give it a shot. I mean, I, I bought the fucking game, so I'll get to it soon. Yeah. Uh, according to howlongtobeat.com, Outer Wilds is the consensus of the main story is about 15 and a half hours long. So you must be some super genius if you're beating it in 12. <laughs> if you're, you're, you're pulling uh, well, if three you're hours like, below the part time. <laughs> does that say like completionist or? Uh, completionist is about 23 hours is the okay. consensus. This is after rating like 400 players. Okay, well, it it really so, depends on how you play. Like it's it's one of those games where you you gotta it's you gotta like rack your brain a little bit, um, but it's like super rewarding. I'm fine with that, man. Like I want something a little bit more rewarding. I could definitely pick it up. I I picked it up. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> it's on my list. I definitely want to play it. But you know, now that I got this, like this uh, more powerful computer, you know, I want to go back to control because now that's going to look a lot better on this rig. Um, I, don't know, I will play Outer Wilds, though. I'll do it for you. I'll do this a favor to you because I know you want to talk to someone about this. And you, according to what you told me, you literally have no one to talk to about. And I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah. Just saying, man, just saying. Nothing else matters. 
All right, I will play it. I'll play it tonight, and I'll uh, I'll give you updates on it in the morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, but it's on my list. I've been playing uh, that. I've been playing um, Diablo. I just I got back into the new season now. I'm trying to catch up with that. I still have, uh, I think, about a month or two left in that season. I can't remember. So that's good. I still have time to catch up and hit all the season journey stuff. Gross. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. What do you mean gross? Diablo's fucking dope. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Now, I was talking to a buddy of mine about Diablo, and we mentioned, like, we talk a lot of shit about the game, like, while we're playing it, but we still, like, love it. Like, a buddy of mine, a side, side, side story here, a buddy of mine, uh, he, has a, he had a Switch, he just got a Switch, and he's always hitting me up, like, what kind of games you should get, like, what I think about some of these games, because he knows about, like, my podcast, he knows about, like, how I try to pay attention to what comes out. And he asked me, he's like, hey, this new this game Diablo 3 is on sale. Have you heard of it? Is it good? <laughs> nice. And I went on like a 30-minute rant about like Diablo, and he's like, Oh, well, how's the story? I was like, Oh, the story's fucking awful. But <laughs> and I started explaining the stuff I do like about it, but I started complaining about like some of the RNG stuff that I hate and some of the other like shitty ways that the uh, the RNG can totally fuck you. And he listens to me, and he's just like, so I should skip on it then? I was like, oh, no, the game's great, man. <laughs> I can pick it up. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Like, I don't know. I love Diablo, but I talk a lot of shit about it because I love it so much. And uh, that's, that's what I've been playing, man, just Diablo and River City Girls. All right. Two, it's, a, it's a match made in heaven right there. <laughs> or I mean, I like beat 'em ups. I like beat 'em ups, man. Like, I, I it's not a strange. I, I've never. Uh, I've always talked about how, like, I like action games, like Devil May Cry, and those are basically just like beat 'em ups, but in 3D. Yeah. No, those games are good. River River City yeah, Girls is good. They did. They did. Uh, that was they did speed run that and uh, GDQ as well. So. I I really like it. Um, I fucking hate it at the beginning because the game like gives you so little. Like you're super underpowered in the beginning and you're getting your ass kicked. Yeah. But if you keep playing through it, you know, you unlock more moves, you bump up your stats, you start uh unlock getting more combo potential, the game gets a lot more fun. Yeah. It is a speedrun of that in GDQ and also the developers were in there from way forward. Oh yeah. They were, like they were like giving like trivia about what like like how the game was made or like what made them do like put certain characters in and stuff like that so i always find that interesting like developer commentary um so yeah if you're interested yeah in- dude I'm, I'm the same way like i love seeing stuff like that but- um i love seeing stuff like that just getting like behind the scenes like look at it and um, I, I like I, I listened to a developer talk about like Vampire the Masquerade, and like he still answers questions about like the development process of it. Now it's it's really cool. I love shit like that. All right, well, should we uh, should we get into this top ten now? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm down. That um, I guess I I'm the one that played most of the games here, so um. <laughs> 
Uh, you did. It's probably going to be like my top 10. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a couple that I played, but I don't know if they count because most of them were like, even though there are new games, technically, like a good chunk of them are like remasters or like re-releases of older games. So I don't know if those count. Um, but I, I want to start this list off with fucking with Hades. Like that game is. I've been going back and forth, man. I think Hades, Hades might at be number ten. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Like I don't know where we're gonna put it, but that's the game. Let me go through the games I've played, <laughs> okay. Okay. and uh, we could uh, go from there because I have my list is much shorter than yours. So I've played uh, Hades, Doom Eternal. Uh, number one is probably gonna be it's probably gonna be Hades, honestly, for me. Uh, but Phasmophobia is another one I played. Which I really liked. Uh, I don't think that game got enough attention this year. I really liked that one. Um, I played Fall Guys, which I don't feel deserves to be on the list, if I'm being honest with you. Um, Animal Crossing. Uh, Super Mario 35, which is fun as shit. Like, that game is so much fun, and I'm so I'm going to be so sad when it leaves in March. Um... I also played uh, Streets of Rage 4 that also came out this year, and that's also another excellent game I played. Um, but that's it for the new games, quote-unquote, that I played this year. Okay, so... Um, let's get rid of Fall Guys. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. Fall Guys should not be on that list. Um, I mean, I, here's the thing, dude. I, I had a lot of the game has a lot of potential, but they didn't capitalize on their... Because that game was really popular when it came out. They didn't capitalize on that. They didn't release... I don't think they released enough new content to keep the game engaging. And by the time they did release new content, all the excitement had died out. People had moved on to, like, Among Us. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... I'm sure if they had kept up with it, we'd be singing a different tune tune now, but... Even now, like jumping a little bit ahead here in the show, like with them announcing, like, oh, here's some Doom inspired stuff coming to Fall Guys. It's like a little too late now, isn't it? <laughs> it's just like skins and stuff, which yeah, I don't really doesn't enhance my enjoyment of the game. Exactly, and like this uh, is coming from someone like I love fucking Doom. Like Doom 2016 was my game of the year 2016. Doom Eternal would have been my game of the year 2020 if, like, Hades hadn't come out. Um, And even that's, like, not enough to get me to go back into Fall Guys. Like, <laughs> so what does that say? Um, Let's see. Uh, Super Mario 35. Uh, that one's really good. Um, I, I, I kind of debated putting it on the list because it is, it's Super Mario 1. It is Super Mario 1. It's the same game, but the gimmick is, you know, it's like a battle royale. So you're playing through the game. When you collect coins and stuff, you could uh, fuck with other people who are playing with you. So you're all, 35 people are playing through Super Mario 1. You can play through whatever you want. But the gimmick, again, is as you earn coins, you kill stuff um, that, box with other players games that they're playing through and 
it gets so crazy playing through these familiar levels and random enemies are showing up, obstacles are showing up that didn't used to be there. Um, it's it's a lot of fun, man. I was I was surprised how much fun I was having with it. it, it it's a lot like Tetris 99, but with Mario, and I'm okay with that. Um, I got number one a couple times, and I fucking I shit myself with how excited I was. Like I that's what I knew. Like I like this game because I was so excited and like cheering when I won. Um. So that's why I wanted to put it on the list because it is—it's a really fun experience that I had in twenty. Um, I haven't gotten to play it yet, and uh, yeah, I know. Oh, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> I probably will never get to play it. Actually, here's the thing: I found out that my Switch does work. The battery is just dead. Um, because I turned it on the other day, right, and mm. uh. I was like, oh shit, the fucking thing turned out. I had it on my like I had it on the dock for like months. And I was like, I wonder if this thing is just like turned on. And it turned on. But here's the problem is uh I didn't have the I didn't have the SD card in it. Uh so like whatever like I only had like a short amount of juice. Um I've got it oh here's the problem. I got it in a mode that doesn't like it doesn't charge very quickly. It charges very slowly in the mode it's in right now. Um, so I have to like get it to boot to the the home screen and then it'll fully charge. Um, but I booted it up without the SD card in it. So it wouldn't like it, w- it wouldn't fully boot. So um, I kind of fucked up <laughs> and um, I got to recharge it again, which I don't know. I think I'm going to leave it on for a week. And then anyway. I don't think I'm going to be able to play Super Mario 35 before they remove it from the fucking. I mean, you, you got till March, man. You got till March, right? So I think I think you can give it a shot and you'll see like how much fun it is. I just I don't fucking understand, dude. Like mini rant. I don't understand why you got to take it down. It's a digital game. Like it's it's popular. Find a way to like monetize it and keep it up there, man. I understand. Yeah, it's I. It's 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 Nintendo shit, man. Nintendo does what Nintendo it's, does. So it's Nintendo shit, like at its peak, dude. This is peak Nintendo bullshit right here. And don't even get me started on the fucking Mario All Stars collection. Like I'm not even gonna fucking touch that fucking <laughs> um, time. What, what turned me around on Super Mario Thirty Five was um, they played it. They played it at Games Done Quick. And they had like the top Mario speedrunners. Um, they had Cosmic was in there, who's like the world record holder for um, Super Mario World right now, and like three other guys who I never heard of, but they were also very good. And um, yeah, they were just explaining like everything they were doing to like uh, to be competitive in the game. And I was like, man, this this is really deeper than I thought it was. Dude, it so, really is. And like, like when when they when the when the time starts counting down, what they would do is when you take a hit, the timer stops for like a split second. So they would like continuously take hits, get a mushroom, take a hit, get a mushroom, take a hit. So the timer will like stop for like a femtosecond and just give them like a, an extra chance of of out outliving the last guy. And then when they go down a pipe, it would it would pause for like a femtosecond. Um like the the little micro strategies that they employ when he gets down to the wire is like crazy. 
Dude, it's really good, and it's it's cool because like if you know Super Mario Brothers, which I don't, like I, I think Mario on the NES is, in my opinion, the worst Mario game. Um, and just because like you know Mario World, Mario Three, just there's such big improvements on it. But if you know Mario, like you have an advantage here if you know where like the hidden blocks are, if you know where uh, some of the the hidden shit is, uh, the warp pipes are. You could get an advantage over other players, and it's it's good, dude. It's a lot of fun. I was surprised how into it I got. Do you think Super Mario Thirty Five is top ten material? I got to hear the other ten. But it's definitely, it's definitely, a, it was one of the best experiences I've had this year in game. Here's what I have at number 10. All right. Okay. Um, tell me why. Now, tell me why is a di- very different experience. This is where, I, this is why I hate top 10s because we're looking <laughs> at like different experiences here. Yeah. But tell me why is a very different experience from Mario 35. <laughs> Uh, so much so that it's kind of embarrassing having this conversation. But as someone who played it, what did you think of it? Maybe if I hear your opinions of it, um, I could justify I thought, my part of this better. Uh, I thought it was a very compelling story. Now, the game that's there uh, is is bare, but I mean, it's a narrative-driven, you know, it's one of those narrative-driven games, so... yeah. The gameplay that's there is typically very weak in those. I mean, they did have some moments where there there were some unique mechanics where like you had a storybook and there were puzzles involving um, these lengthy stories that that you open up the book and like read all the story and then you like like choose what characters did what. Um, that was interesting, but that was kind of all there was. Um, and then there were like mechanics with the twins who like remember things differently and you had to choose a path based on whose whose memory you thought was more accurate. Um that was kind of it in that game. Um you play that for the story. The story was okay. Uh, you know, it takes a while to get into, but um I think I think from what I know about Super Mario thirty five uh, I think that is a more worthy number 10. I I have to agree with you on that just because, like, don't get me wrong, I like the storytelling aspect of these, like, Telltale style. I say Telltale style, but Telltale aren't the ones only ones who do it. But, you know, with these, like, adventure, story-driven games. So don't get me wrong, I think it's a cool idea. But if we're talking about, like, gameplay value, 35 definitely has that. Yeah. Over time, why? Yeah. All right. So, put up. Let me get this up so you can actually see the list here. So, Super Mario Thirty Five coming in at number ten for now. These might shift around. Yeah. If you see the rest of these, but yeah, it's totally possible. You know, guys. You know, if you have uh, opinions you want to share with us, go ahead, man. No, spit that shit out in the chat. No, we definitely chat if you think we're missing something, if we're fucking up. Yeah. Um, or there's something we didn't consider. If there's like something about tell me why that we didn't think consider, you know, let us know. You know, yeah. this is uh, 
this is we do this live so we you know take advantage of that yeah can com slash twitch com slash discord jump in there let us know all right um phasmophobia did did we talk about that last week um we mentioned it a little bit i don't think we went into too much detail um even though I only played it a handful of times, I did like those times I played it, dude. Like when that game hits right, it it hits right, and I really liked it. Um, the the tricky thing with it though is that when we played it, it was it's still unfinished, right? Still in early access. Yep. And it was really buggy when we played it. The animations were fucking hilarious, but you know when stuff worked, it. It was really fun. I can see the skeleton there is really good. It's got good bones, that game. Um, and you know, we had some fun experiences, man. We got we got like a lot of really fun experiences with it too. This is a hard one to place because um yeah. it it has potential, but you you would have to be placing this based on you have to place it based on two things you have to place it based on the experience that we've had so far mm-hmm. and then also the experience you think you're gonna have in the fu- future with it you know which is and that gets tricky yeah and that gets tricky because like the same thing with fall guys when that came out i was like oh this game's gonna be big once they add more maps, they develop it more. We're gonna get this is gonna be a great like, this is gonna be a great once in a lifetime game, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want phasmophobia to have to do the same thing. Well, that's it is where it gets tricky. Is the game has a lot of potential, dude. Like, like when you play the game the way it's meant to be played, it's a lot of fun. That clip of me dying, I still watch. It's fucking hilarious. Like, and that's something you can only experience like in that game. So that that's oh, that gets really tricky, man. Um, I wanna put it on the list, but I'm not sure. I, I think I say we should put it on the list tentatively for now, unless something else comes in and knocks it off. I'm gonna tell you now. <laughs> huh? I'm tell you now. Uh, yeah. This is gonna get knocked off <laughs> unless you think it's okay. better than Super Mario 35. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely don't think it is. So. All right. Yeah, that, that that's a good way to put it in perspective. So I'll tell you right now, my and, number nine, I got it, number nine, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, okay, yeah, that's I can't I can't beat that. At least Phasmophobia can't beat that. Um, God, and I, I don't want anyone to hear this and like think they should skip on Phasmophobia. No, it's really good. You should go play it. It's good. They just it's really good. <laughs> I think it's just one guy is one guy doing everything. Um, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I know he added a new. There's like a jail map, and yeah. um, he's like upgraded a, a lot of the like quality of life stuff. He made things easier to use, and um, I think like there was like a he did one pass on graphics. Like it's, it looks a little better now, um, but still needs a lot of work. I'm hoping. I'm hoping it yeah. gets there. So, all right. So yeah, I put I goes to Tsushima number nine for me. Um, Animal Crossing, 
do you think it places on this list? Now, I didn't play Animal Crossing that much this year. That was mo- that's probably my wife's game of the year. Um, I will say it is a fun experience, and I do love like the community that's built around it. But in hindsight, I don't think it beats Ghost of Tsushima or Mario Thirty Five. But again, it's not the game's fault. It's not my cup of tea. You know, it's not what I look for in a game. But I can definitely look at it objectively and see like what the game does offer and what it does do, right? Even though it's not what I want out of it, it is still something that has value. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we said this last week, like it's a the game is just right place, right time. Yeah. It's just very cozy for what everyone was going through at the moment. Um, you know, it just, it just hit, it just hit. Yeah. And it, you know, it's, and I'm not going to shit on it for doing what it does because what it does, it does very well. And it's not the game's fault that I, it's not my cup of tea. Um, it's definitely worth playing this year, but this is what I hate about top tens. Like there's no nuance with top tens. Um, it's 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 our top ten. So yeah, it is our top ten. Is like so. it's not a definitive. Like this game is better than this game. It's just yeah. this is just what we feel. This is what hit us the most. Yeah. Everyone's you know gonna hit different. So yeah. So uh, I like Animal Crossing, and if you're listening to this baby, I'm sorry, but it's not going on the list. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my number eight then. I've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay, I, I need I need you to tell me about this. I haven't played it yet, but a lot of people have been telling me it's it's pretty solid. It's um okay. So here's the thing. So here we go. <laughs> there, there's been there's been a, a trifecta of the current Assassin's Creed with uh, Origins, Odyssey, and now Valhalla, right? And they're all pretty much the same. Now I didn't play, I didn't play any origins. I played very little Odyssey. um, And I played a decent amount of Valhalla. And I just, I really like Valhalla. I mean, um, in in a way that it's, you see, I put it right below Ghost of Tsushima because Ghost of Tsushima to me is like the old Assassin's Creed where um I I I, I don't know it's it's hard to explain but Valhalla is just I it it just hits it hits different man it just um the uh, combat looks really like visceral and if Ghost of Tsushima captures that like sword mastery like samurai chinbara style like filmmaking valhalla definitely captures that like viking barbarian style like combat very well like everything's really crunchy from what i've seen with it everything looks like it hurts on valhalla like i like like the freedom of combat um Mm -hmm. more so than like just the combat itself like ghost of tsushima has really good combat but it's really it's it's real (laughs) shallow and that you don't like it gives you these stances, but you never use them in any case, but 
very specific case. Like every enemy has a specific stance you're supposed to use against them. And that's yeah. all that is. That's all that system is. It's it's very shallow. Um, whereas Valhalla, you can get, there's like, there's a bunch of different weapon types. You can dual wield different weapons. You mm-hmm. get a sword and a shield. You can get a flail, um, heavy weapons. You can double fist shields too if you wanted to, right? <laughs> yeah, you can dual wield shields. Um, the, you can do the assassin shit if you want. Though, like, it's more, it's more like combat focused more so yeah. than the um than than the assassin stuff, but um I don't know, just every part of that game just felt very immersive. You'll walk around and you'll just like there's always something to do. Um and a lot of the a lot of the um dialogue and the characters have this real like tongue in cheek, um I don't know, like like seriousness. It it wasn't very serious. It didn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's one house you just walk up to where it's just like, uh, the the father was just saving all his shit. He just had jars of shit all over the place. Oh, like, like literal shit, were... like human shit. <laughs> no, it was just human shit. It was just his shit, <laughs> or it was like pig shit. It was just shit. He was just collecting shit. So you just walk up and like the family. Wait, like, what do you mean like? You're not saying like random junk. This is like fecal matter. This man yeah, is just cool. yeah, yeah, shit. <laughs> Like the the family is just standing outside, like oh fucking shit, and just shit everywhere. And then you talk to the father, and he's like, "Hey man, you gotta clean your shit." <laughs> or he he refuses to take a bath, so you like you throw him in the water, and he's like, "Oh, I feel so liberated." <laughs> it's it's like that kind of shit, and you just walk up on like some random shit like that. But it's like it's it's always like it's always something interesting. Whereas Ghost of Tsushima, it, it just takes itself way too seriously the entire time. Until they, they put out that multiplayer thing, and then that's where it kind of like gets out of its element a little bit. And um, kind of expands on its on its own lore a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, it's just not enough. Um, so, I don't know. I, I kind of like Valhalla just because it's just, it's just more fun. You know? It just doesn't take itself too seriously. But like when it does take itself seriously, the story is actually really good and really enjoyable. Um, like I care um, about the that, characters in that game way more than anything in Ghost of Tsushima. Um, yeah, like that is, just, I'll have to check it out, man, because like it looks good. Like I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, definitely. People are definitely burnt out in the Assassin's Creed games, and I I can totally get that. Like this one doesn't really do anything drastically different from those previous games. But um, if you haven't been playing every single one of those games, you can jump into this just clean and, and have a good time. So I, I had an argument with a buddy of mine today because like he sent me some meme or something from like Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And I told him, like, full disclosure, I never played Black Flag. And he's like, what? That's like the best Assassin's Creed game behind like Brotherhood. And I was like, I haven't played fucking played Brotherhood either. <laughs> <laughs> And he was just like upset. He was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Cause there's fucking like a million of those games, man. I don't know where to start with them." Yeah, yeah. And like, Brotherhood's was... like a direct sequel to two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, why would I start with that? Yeah. Why would I start with Assassin's Creed Two Part Two? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was, you know, I definitely took a break from like open world games and then got back into them. 
uh, heavy th- uh, in 2020. So like I played these two games back to back, and it yeah. was just night and day. It was night and day to me. The level of enjoyment I was having. Um, oh yeah. Not to say Ghost of Tsushima wasn't enjoyable. It's just for Hala, just it was it was it was just a lot better. It, 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 it's, different. it's different. Like yeah. Do you think you would have enjoyed Valhalla less if you hadn't played it like right after Ghost of Tsushima? Do you think it's like being burnt out of Tsushima? You want something different, and that might have affected your opinion a little bit. Um, no, I don't think so because yeah. they 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 play differently. They they're they're different enough that like, um, like I wasn't even thinking about Ghost of Tsushima while I was playing Valhalla. Okay. Um, like. Even though I hadn't played Odyssey in a long time, that was more fresh in my mind than Tsushima. Like that's what uh, it 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 harkened back to to me. Um, <clears throat> Tsushima was just like it was just more just like I'm just gonna play this and finish it, and then this experience is done now. Like <laughs> I I didn't think about it after at all. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, but you know, it is top. Is Tsushima's definitely top top ten material? Don't get me wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, Valhalla is just it, it was just it's just better. I definitely need to check it out then. Um, for sure, it's on my list. Um, I'll probably get it on PC if I do play it. And you telling me, like, I don't have to play the other games definitely helps out with that. Because I don't fucking... There's, like, a like what, like a dozen games out right now? I don't want to fucking get into that shit. <laughs> yeah. I will say the Valhalla does do the fucking... It does go back to, like, the present day shit. So, like, if you haven't played every Assassin's Creed game, or at least Origins and Odyssey... There are parts in it where it goes back to like certain sections. You're like, who the fuck is this? What the fuck is going on? But <laughs> it's very, it's very minimal. It's very minimal. Like you, I just don't care about it at all. So, but yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Um, another game that's worth mentioning. I forgot to mention. You talked about it doesn't take itself seriously. Uh, Battletoads. I also played that this year. Mechanically, it's not the best beat I've ever played, but the game's fucking hilarious. Like, I haven't had a game consistently make me laugh like that in a long time. Yeah. Um. So definitely, like, don't sleep on that. Anyone who's listening, like, it's on Game Pass. Go check it out. It's at least worth a playthrough just for the humor. And if you got a buddy to play through it with, even better. Well, I was upset because that game does not have online play. Yeah, I remember we were talking about, like, we wanted to, like, stream it. And we found out there's no online play. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they fucked up with that. So I have it installed, but I still have not played it because of that. So yeah. Um, does that does Battletoads make the top ten? Absolutely not. <laughs> but it is worth mentioning. <laughs> does uh, Streets of Rage four make the top ten? Ooh, dude, that's tricky. So like, I really, really like Streets of Rage four. Like, I invested quite a bit of time into that game, and I played it religiously for about two weeks, just playing with other characters, trying to learn the game as much as I could. But once I was done with it, I did not go back to it or think about it. But I did have a really good time with it. Um, I know you 
kind of didn't like it because how hard it was. And the game does. The problem with the game is that every character plays so differently. If you're getting your ass kicked with one character, there's like another character that plays so much better and the game becomes easy mode after that. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't go so far as to say easy mode, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's a streets of rage game. You kind of expect some level of bullshit, but I don't know the bullshit levels in in this one kind of, I, I don't remember streets of rage being that much bullshit in my memory. Maybe I'm just misremembering parts of it, but. Now, here's my beef with Streets of Rage, man. You don't have a dash attack. Or uh, Axel, who's supposed to be like the vanilla character, you know, kind of well-rounded beginner character, doesn't have a dash or a sprint. So your only option to get away from attack is to do your, like, your, um, like, get the fuck off me move, you know? Yeah. But that move costs health. You can earn it back, but if, like, guys are coming at you from all angles and you're spamming that move to keep them from hitting you, that's a lot of health you got to build back up. And it's frustrating. And I I was having such a hard time with it. I was, like, about to give up the game. And then I unlocked Adam, who plays very similar to Axel, but he has, like, like a boxer, like, dash. And I will say the game turned into easy mode for me after I got that. Like, just that simple change of, like, having someone who can dash around those attacks just made the game so much easier. And I was, I was like, getting... Because I already knew these characters, like, patterns and stuff from playing with Axel. But I started over with Adam just to kind of get a feel for him. And I was, like, I was clearing a whole, like, levels without getting hit. Like, it was insane, like, how much easier it was. So, so is it for better? me, at least... It definitely became easy mode. Um, is it better is it, than Super Mario 35? Oh, God, that's where it gets tricky, man. Because, like, I don't want to say it's better than Ghost of Tsushima. But I will say I think I had more fun with Streets of Rage than Super Mario 35. Because it was, like, everything I wanted from a beat-em-up. And I did play it like obsessively. I definitely put more time into Streets of Rage than I did Super Mario 35. So by that logic, I'll say it does bump Super Mario 35 off the list. Uh, what about you? I know you haven't played Super Mario 35, but what do you think about Streets of Rage? I really, I really enjoy Streets of Rage. Yeah. Um, soundtrack slaps. Dude, yes, um, the soundtrack so good. Um. I I I would agree that it it, it it should be our new number ten. All right, awesome. There we go. So number ten, we got Streets of Rage four. Number nine goes Tsushima. Number eight, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes. All right. All right. What's next? All right. Now I got my I got my retro game. <laughs> okay. At number seven here. Uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2. See, that's... I haven't played that yet, but I want to. I want to so bad. I liked Curse of the Moon 1. I will argue, I thought Curse of the Moon 1 was more fun than Ritual of the Night. <laughs> no, that's... that's Yeah, definitely. 
Um, I haven't played Curse of the Moon 2, but it looks so good, dude. Like, all the original characters come back, right? And then you have mm-hmm. all these new characters to play with. Yeah, everyone comes back. Um, you can switch between them. Like, they all have their own health bar. Yeah. So, um, it's like it's like Castlevania 2. Like, um, or Castlevania 3, right? Wait, yeah. which one? Simon's... Yeah, that's Simon's quest switch character, yeah, that was three. So like, yeah, you can you can switch characters. They all have their own health bar. They all have they all have their own abilities. So it's kind of like you got to you got to kind of strategize what characters you use in which situation, which ones you let die first. Because once you let one die, they're dead for good until everyone dies, or until um, you beat the level, right? Uh, or until you beat the level, yeah. So. Hmm. You could you could fuck yourself by like um, trying to get up to the boss, and then your good characters die, and then you don't have them to use for the boss. So it's um it's 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 a good balance, man. It's a good it's a, it's a really good game. Again, soundtrack slaps, um, and it's just fucking difficult as all hell. Like a like a good Castlevania game should be. I played Circle of the Moon, and I played through it twice. I know, like, there's, like, four different ways to play through it, but I played through it twice. Once, saving everybody, and there's a secret option where you could, like, kill them, and instead of um, having them on your team, what's his name? The, the, The sword guy. What's his name? Zandatsu, something like that? Yeah. I gotta look him up. Uh, But yeah, instead of like Zangetsu, that's his name. So instead of uh, having another team member, you still have Zangetsu, but he learns like a new ability now to make up for that lack of team member. And I think like that's genius, dude. Does Curse of the Moon 2 have something similar to that? Um, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. Well, I didn't play, I didn't play through it twice. Um, I only played through it one time, but I should go through it again. But, but um, yeah, I don't know. The once was enough. I think like that. That shit's fucking difficult and stressful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I don't know. There's like not. There's no. There's not enough. Like Streets of Rage is probably like the the closest. But that game like was like unfair difficult um, i will argue it was unfair up until like i got adam then the game felt great to me yeah Cur- Curse like, i was actually very was... pissed off with like how much easier it got when i could fucking dash around <laughs> yeah curse curse of the moon like has sections that like are kind of fuck you but at the same time the, the, you can always like find a way around it's always like your fault when 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 shit happens you kind of like gotta like strategize um your way through it so i don't know i like it that's just pure fucking gameplay right there and that's 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 what i like so yeah i'm the same way dude i'm i am gameplay focused and i I think that makes a good uh number seven on the list there yeah for sure Number six. Now the top six here. This is where the shit gets real. 
So maybe not maybe not at six, but definitely with the top five. But six I got Genshin Impact. I have not played Genshin Impact, but let's hear your uh, justification there for number six. Well, it's a uh it's a free to play Chinese gotcha game built in the stylings of Breath of the Wild. And um it's just extremely high quality. It's an extremely high quality experience for a free to play game. Um that's really all there is to it. Uh um now, you know, I don't totally agree with the business model. Actually, I, I stopped playing it because of the business model, but that I cannot deny the level of quality that the game presents uh, presents the player with. It's um, it's surprisingly, surprisingly high, high quality. Um, multiple voice, multiple voice acting tracks. So full English, you know, Japanese, Chinese, I think there's even Korean voice tracks in there. Um, soundtrack, extremely good. Um, there's a lot of um, Chinese influence in the soundtrack and some of the locations even. Um, uh, there's like, Japanese influence location, like just the level of variety in the game is just top notch. The graphics, top notch, sound mm-hmm. design, top notch, like everything about it is just top notch, which is again, surprising because it's free to play. It's Chinese and it's a gotcha game. Like, you know, they're trying to make that money, but at the same time, they didn't skimp on the quality. Um, and I don't know. I gotta, I gotta commend them for that at the very least. Yeah. So, okay, that's a good defense to put on the game, and for sure, then you think it it deserves a higher spot than like Streets of Rage Four, um, you know, Circle of the Moon Two, Valhalla, Ghost Tsushima. Even uh, what the gotcha there was there was a moment about. there was a moment in time where um, I thought I would play this game for the rest of my life. <laughs> Like I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be my new PSO. Like I'm like, oh, this is it, guys. Like, this is it. This is my weeb game for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> and it almost had me, but like, there's a real, there's a real good story too. Like, like everything's voice acted. There's a good story. It's just yeah, I, I to a point. For it, and there's like, I was surprised. There's a lot more story there than I expected. Yeah. Now the problem. <laughs> The problem now, this is probably my this is probably my number one, right? But they done fucked it up because they <laughs> gate they just gate. There's a lot of gates in this game that they gate the story behind bullshit. Mm-hmm. Basically, they just make you they force you to do bullshit and get like a counter up, and then you can unlock parts of the story. Um, mm-hmm. Like you have to do like dailies, basically. If you do daily quests and it's all just monotonous bullshit, like, hey, uh, kill 50 of these things or do some of this shit. And then you can, like, spend a token to unlock a part of the story. 
And I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. I took a screenshot of it and I put it on Twitter. Um, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> the the one thing I was enjoying doing was just playing the story. Like that's just what I was wanted to do. Um mm-hmm. and you put a gate on that and I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? Um so that's why it's number six. Because they they done fucked it up with that shit, so No, that makes sense. Um, it's such a shame too, because you were you were super into it, and I was about to give it a shot too. And then when you started telling me they were gating off everything and how how much less fun you were having with it, I was like, oh, I'm not even going to bother starting. <laughs> um, it's not bad. It's not a bad. It's it's why it's a number six. Is because it's not. Yeah. It's extraordinarily good, and it's yeah. free to play, so you can just download it, try it out. You know, get your enjoyment out of it and be like, okay, or keep playing and, you know, get sucked into it. But um, for me, I just I don't like when my my content is gated off by bullshit. So that's uh, no, that makes sense. Now, um, the top five here. Now, look, we, we've talked about these games already, so I'm hoping that I can just throw these out there. And uh, there will come to a consensus. <laughs> yeah. So um, number five here, I got Final Fantasy VII Remake. I haven't played enough to to have an opinion, but I mean, I haven't really played anything else to take that spot. So yeah, let's give it to FF Seven Remake. Before The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, that's uh, oh, number four for me, too, I would say. Number three. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, you're laughing. Doom Eternal. What the fuck? Number three? <laughs> nah, just kidding. Uh, so why do you feel like it's number three? That's number two for me. It's really close to Hades for number one. I'm not lying about that, but what is your... Uh, what is your reason for that number three? I just for the you know, we we we've talked about all of this, but the the, yeah, the main the main it. reason for me the main reason is just it's, it's not as good as twenty sixteen. It's not as good. I disagree, dude. It is I'm in sorry, every man. way better than twenty sixteen. I disagree. I can't even it. play twenty sixteen now because Doom Eternal fucking ruined it for me. It it <laughs> makes me want to go back to twenty sixteen and play that instead. It, it flowers for Algernon 2016 for me, dude. I can't go back to it, dude. <laughs> I tried playing 2016 again. I was like, God, this game plays like dog shit. Where's my fucking grenades? Why can't my chainsaw refill on its own? Like, I can't go back. I still have a pistol. Why the fuck do I still have a pistol? Like, I, I can't go back to it, dude. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I got it here. Uh, what's number two? What What do you think beat out Doom twenty six or Doom Eternal? Uh, Hades. Really? Huh. Oh, I know what your number one is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and your number one. For everyone number else at one home is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. 
<laughs> so I haven't played Ori. So I this is if we try to argue this, it's not gonna work <laughs> because I haven't played Ori. Yeah. Um but why do you feel that Ori beats out Hades? Don't you have to justify Doom to me? Because I don't think I don't think we're gonna hit a happy medium there. Yeah. But explain to me, explain yourself why Ori beats out Hades. Um okay, look, man. I <laughs> the, these the, the top three here, okay, look. I still don't think Doom Eternal is as good as 2016, but that doesn't mean it's not fucking phenomenal, okay? These top three here are the best of the best of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're very they're very close. Um, but Ori Ori is is a fucking complete is a complete package, man. Um, yeah. Now I I'm going based on um there there's there's two ways that I can measure this. It's um the 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 length of time each one of my sessions were with these games. Hmm. Whereas like Doom Eternal, um I feel like Doom Eternal was just too long. I don't know, man. <laughs> Like I, 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 I would play like each, what I mean by too long is each level, each stage was too long. It just felt like each stage was dragging on longer than I wanted it to. Um, okay. So I, I would play, I would play a level and I would go, oh boy, that was fucking like three hours. And then <laughs> it wasn't really three hours, but like, it felt like it was like, it felt like it took forever. And I'm like, I'm going to stop playing for now and come back to this later. Um, and then I just wouldn't come back to it. Um, Hades, uh, Hades is the opposite. Like that's one game where you like, you do a run and you're like, "Fuck, dude, I got to get back in there." Uh, yeah, I unlocked this new weapon. Let me try that shit out. Um, like that's a game where you just fucking you 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 die, you lose, you go back in, try it again, mix it up. Um, like Hades is just fucking incredible. It is. Um, but um Ori dude Ori was just like that was my the game that I played this year where just I just could not stop thinking about it man like I I would play it and then that that that's the kind of game I played and then I would go holy shit it's fucking 6 a.m. already uh <laughs> like that that was the game for me that was that was Doom Eternal for me, dude, and Hades. Um, <laughs> I fucking I beat Doom Eternal at like four thirty in the morning, and I was at that perfect level of like sleep deprived that I was able to like get into the game. It was like a religious experience for me. <laughs> but but so in, in unlike Doom Eternal, in my opinion, Ori is better in every way than that first game. Um. <laughs> Where I do not think Doom Eternal is better in 2016. I just don't. Um, I feel like that's something we're never going to agree on. <laughs> <laughs> that's like it that is a point of contention that's going to like fracture our friendship. This, the, <laughs> this is where others need to get involved. And yes, like, I need. I need. Where the fuck <laughs> is everybody? I need. <laughs> 
I want to talk some sense into this man. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, put it on Twitter, man. Let's have a fucking debate here. <laughs> Let's have a Twitter poll going. <laughs> I, it's it's. Yeah, I don't know, man. See, this is where yeah we we would need it. We would need a tiebreaker in this kind of situation, but I just. <laughs> Um, I will give you Ori and the Will of the Wisps just because, like, that's not the first time I've seen it show up on other number one lists. And I haven't played it, so I can't argue against it. Hades, um, Hades, Hades would be number one, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like it's, it's, I don't I don't know what my hang up with that is, man. It's hard for me to say what my hang up with that is. Like I feel like it's a game that does I, and this is not this is not the best way to say it, but like I feel like it's like it does one thing extremely well. Um but that's not I, like I see what you mean and I want to yeah. It's, but that's I, not exactly what I want to say yeah, about it. But I think I think I can clarify it. It does that one thing very well, and the stuff that revolves around that one thing complements yeah. it. Yeah. Like it's it does the roguelike thing very well. It's a very fun action focused roguelike, and the fact that the story is tied to that system is another plus. Like every time you die, you don't just jump right back into the fight. You're like talking to people, uh, building up those relationships. Like you're back on the Normandy and Mass Effect, and then you go out. So I see what you mean. Like it's it's definitely like one of the it's one of the not the best roguelike I've ever played because the whole game revolves around that roguelike system. Yeah, it's like yeah, and um, Super Mario Odyssey was mm-hmm. was my favorite game that year it came out what was that like 2017 yeah um and that's that's a game that does you can argue that that's a game that does one thing it's all that hat right but yeah the the number of things that they do with that hat is fucking incredible like yeah oh it's yeah one mechanic that turns into a thousand mechanics um that's the same way i feel about hades it's like it's a mechanic. It's a central mechanic, but they they extrapolate it throughout that entire fucking thing um, to make it so much more. Um, uh, but but Ori though, man, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a game that like I don't I don't get any emotions out of Hades, right? Um, Ori just makes me feel things, man. That game makes me feel thing like I mean, other than like Hades makes me just fucking get that rate. Like same with like Doom Eternal, it like gets you in the zone, where it's just your adrenaline's fucking pumping. Like that's that's one thing you get out of it. But Ori just just gives me like so much like more mm-hmm. emotion, feeling. Um, it it just it's a game that challenges my my um, just idea of what art is and and what art can be in a video game like i don't know it's 
it's just it's Ori just works on different levels for me, whereas Hades just it 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 gives me just a base level of like this is fucking good, yeah, fuck yeah. Um uh I don't know. I don't know if I've explained it that well, but that's um Yeah. No, I hear you, and I, I see where you're coming from with it. Um, I just haven't played Ori, so I have no way of arguing against it. Um, yeah. I'm sure once I play it, because I like to think our tastes are pretty similar, even though your opinion's dog shit about Doom. Um, <laughs> I'm right about Doom. I'm right. <laughs> you are not, dude. You are not. Um, but I will say that I haven't played Ori, so I will concede number one. Purely because I haven't played it yet, so I have no. I'm not gonna shit talk a game or say that my game's better than a game I never played. Um, and I have seen Ori pop up on a lot of lists at number one, so it's definitely I can definitely see where that's coming from. I, I'm I'm downloading it. Uh, it's on Game Pass, so I'll probably download it and play it in the next couple weeks. So I can have a full opinion on it. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't earlier. I totally forgot it was on Game Pass. I've had Game Pass since like what, like March of last year. Yeah, but I, I will definitely look into it. It's on my list for sure. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah, that game's that game's special, man. Moon Moon Studios is is two for two. I I want to see them do something different though. Their their next game has to be just completely different i agree i'll have to wait and see what they do um oh that's it man that's our top 10 like from number 10 we have streets of rage 4 number 9 ghost tsushima number 8 assassin's creed valhalla number 7 bloodstained curse of the moon 2 number 6 genshin impact number 5 final fantasy 7 remake number 4 last of us part 2 number 3 doom eternal Number two, Hades, and at number one, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. If you guys, you know, if we missed something, let us know, man. Hit us up in the chat. We do this live every every day, every week. You know, hit us up. Tell us, uh, tell us what you think should have got number one, or if you think we weren't fair to a game, or you want to help me talk some sense into Wasabi. <laughs> I'll put some, you know, throw something in the chat, man. We're here for we're here for that shit. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm curious. Uh, I'll, I'll probably do like a um. I can do like a community vote. Uh, yeah. Game of the year list on the um on the website. Um. That's something I've been setting up. So we'll probably do that and see and see how um how things turn up, but with the with the user vote. But yeah, man. It was a good year. Good year for video games. So, good year for video games. Not so good a year for everything else. But video games <laughs> are pretty good. <laughs> um, um, not a good so year for Minecraft to... Earth. No, Minecraft Earth is closing down June twenty twenty one. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Minecraft Earth was a thing. Kind of like uh, that Gears Pops game. I forgot that was a thing until they announced they were shutting it down. <laughs> yeah, I um, I installed Minecraft Earth on my phone, and um, 
could never get it to work. So <laughs> like I never uh I never did anything with it. So explain to me what it is, like an augmented reality game? It's basically like Pokemon Go, except you can like walk down the street and like build shit. Um like the idea was really cool. The concept was really cool. And that whoever was using the app could like walk past your creations and um or you you know, you'll be walking down the street and then you'll just see like a castle in the distance. Mm-hmm. Um shit like that. It's basically just Minecraft but in real life. Like it's a really cool concept. Um I'm not sure why it didn't take off though. Um I didn't even know it left early access. I remember in- installing it in early access and um um yeah, it launched in early access October seventeenth, twenty nineteen. Um and yeah, just I I don't remember anyone talking about it or doing anything with it really. Um Yeah, it's really another thing I heard that I heard it get announced. And I just didn't hear anything about it afterwards. Like, no one was talking about it. Yeah. Um, which is kind of a bummer. It is a pretty cool idea. It just kind of sucks that it didn't stick around. And it makes sense. Like, this augmented reality, uh, Google map-based structure, it's expensive to maintain. So if you're not a hit, it's kind of hard to keep it going, you know? Yeah. But you would think, I mean, Minecraft is, like, the biggest game on the planet still. Um, you would think that they could just fight. It just wouldn't matter. You you would think it would be successful just by having the name Minecraft in it and being on phones. But um, you think so? I guess it's weird know, how these things work out, man. They they pushed out their final update last week. Um, they removed all real money transactions. They reduced the ruby costs, which is the things that you buy with the real money transactions. I think. Um. They they pushed out all their unreleased content that they had in the pipeline. Um, they reduced all the time requirements for crafting and smoke. They, basically, they just made the game like fun for like the last few <laughs> months here. It, I, well, I don't want to say like you, you ever play like on like a World of Warcraft like private server and it has like the experience rates are like a thousand times experience and like a thousand times yeah. gold to like you kill one thing and like your max level instantly. And um, yeah. you just buy everything. That that's kind of what they're doing <laughs> with with this at the end here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also they said if you ever made a purchase in Minecraft Earth, um, you get a free copy of Minecraft Bedrock Edition. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. That is cool. Good for them. Good so for them. They will be shutting down officially on. June 30th and deleting everything on July 1st. So, yeah. So, uh, rip, rip Minecraft Earth. Yep. I mean, those of you who uh, haven't had a chance to try it, I mean, now's the perfect time to try it at least. <laughs> yeah, try it out. I'll, I'll probably load it back up and see if I can get anything happening with it. But, um, it was just confusing. I didn't know what the fuck anything was. I didn't know how to like um do anything with it really. But um maybe maybe I'll load it back up and, and see if we can get anything going. 
For sure, man. I might give it a shot too. I mean, it's free to download, so can't hurt to try it. Um, and some great news. I, I think this is awesome news right here. Um, Nintendo acquired Next Level Games. Uh, for those who don't know, worked on a lot of games uh, for Nintendo Super Mario Strikers on the GameCube, uh, the Punch Out uh, remake on the Wii. And even Luigi's Mansion 3, they worked on. Um, I think that's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's cool because like, Nintendo yeah. doesn't really do this a lot. So yeah. when they do, it's it's like, you know, it's pretty big, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look at like, you know, old news here, but look at with Rare, you know, Rare worked on a ton of stuff for Nintendo and this Nintendo never put a ring on it. Yeah. Which so now it should have. It should have for sure, and it's good to see them learning from that mistake, acquiring a developer that works with them. Um, do you know if they bought out Retro Studios? Is Retro Studios Nintendo owned, or are they still like third party? I think they're still third party. Yeah, I they Retro are Studios did. as a Nintendo game development partner. It is a subsidiary of Nintendo Retro Studios. When did that happen? Though? They did uh, work on like ReCore. When did ReCore come out? Didn't they do that? That wasn't retro, was it? That I was, it was like under retro. They had something to do with it, or maybe it was like the guy who who founded Retro Studios, who's no longer there, brings you. I thought retro yeah, it was developed like... by Cons- Concept Level 5 and uh, Amateur Studios, but not Retro. Hold on, man. Now we got to do some research here. <laughs> <laughs> when, they, when, they, when they brought that game, when they first revealed that game, there was a header that was like, the guy that made Metroid Prime... At Retro Studios, like the very first trailer they showed for that game, showed fucking okay, maybe, maybe not. Uh, Am- yeah, Armature Studios worked on Metroid Prime, oh, Metroid okay. Prime 3 specifically. Okay, maybe, maybe and, that's what uh, it was. And hold on, I'm looking at it now. Hold up. I'm fucking I'm fucking something up here. Give me a minute. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I think I was looking at the wrong goddamn page. God damn it. I didn't wanna, this is it as you know, just so you guys know, you know, we do we do, do this live, so shit like this happens sometimes. Hold on. But yeah. Not much, okay, not so Armature Studios had designers that worked on Metroid Prime 3. Okay. So and they, they worked on the uh, Mega Man X spinoff Maverick Hunter. They they were basically just using that as like a fucking Yeah. Hey, these guys did that game that you love, so you're going to love this one and then it ended up being like not <laughs> Um I kind of liked Recore. Like that game was not terrible. It was unfinished, but it was not terrible. I heard it was like a really game ass game, and a lot of people didn't expect that going in. They're expecting like this big, like triple A game, and it's like a double A. Game. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, it wasn't finished. <laughs> they had to re-release yeah. like the complete edition. I remember that. <laughs> um, oh, that was shit, dude. But um, yeah. So this acquisition is expected to close on March first, uh, twenty twenty one. So, um, who knows what will change with that? Probably nothing. Probably nothing will change. So probably just uh, probably. But it's good that like they have a again, you know, Nintendo has a ring on it now. So yeah, you know, they make good shit. So it's cool to see Nintendo rewarding that good shit with uh, actual partnerships and acquisitions. Um. It'll be cool to see what happens next year. Probably nothing will change, but it is cool to see it happening. And uh, in the Game Pass hour, <laughs> uh, we talk about this every week, but I, I swear we're not sponsored by Microsoft. If we did, we would have a much bigger audience and be making some money off this. But we just, I love Game Pass, dude. Like, you know, you got me into it. It really is like fucking best deal like ever. It's just a great deal, especially with like how cheap the um, Series S is. You yeah. can just get a Series S and just have a bunch of games and just play on it like right out the gate. Yeah. Um, we got some new games coming to Xbox Game Pass. Um, eFootball, Pro Evolution Soccer, I think that's what PES stands for. Uh, 2021, their season update is coming out on Android and console. It's, now av- it's available now on Android and console as of this podcast. Um, Injustice 2 is coming out on Android console and PC. Oh, no, that's available too. My bad. <laughs> uh, Little Acre is also available on Android and console. Uh, Neoverse will become available January 14th on PC. I've never heard of that. What is Neoverse? It is. There's not even a page for it on the game. A beautiful, a beautiful, fantastic game consisting of adventures with thrilling challenges. It is a strategic action roguelike deck building game. I'm de- I'm out. That will test the players. Yeah, skill. me too. <laughs> you know, when you said deck me- building, <laughs> you add me up until deck building. These cards get involved. I'm out. Uh, start an adventure with unique heroes to save the world along various timelines. So, if they could take the deck building out of there, yeah. Uh, that hits oh. January 14. Um, Torchlight 3 is a big one mm-hmm. uh, that'd be on cloud and console Android and console January 14th um, here's a huge one love this fucking game this is the best walking simulator ever uh, what remains of Edith Finch January 14th if you had not played that game you are fucking up it is incredible <laughs> I guess I'm fucking up then <laughs> Um, I mean, it's coming out January 14th on Game Pass, so now, like, I have a chance to play it. Also, I think it was free on PlayStation Plus, like, about a year ago. It's been so free probably still have it. it was free on Epic Games not too long ago, so you could probably have it on Epic. Um, and then, um, Yik. Yik. I'm not sure how the fuck you say that. Y2K. Y- Y2K? Yes. Is that is that common nomenclature for that? I've never seen that. Um, I don't fucking know if it's common, but that's I, I've followed this game for a while, so that's how I know how it's pronounced. Okay. Fucking dumb it? spelling, though. They should not have spelt it that way. Um, Y2K, a postmodern RPG, is a earthbound slash paper Mario styled uh paper Mario inspired uh role-playing game 
for um it got it came out of like everything when it was announced um i actually talked about this game years ago on the podcast this is like early early podcast i talked about this game um the surreal jrpg styled game set in 1999 has college graduate alex witnessing a woman a woman vanish from an elevator he soon rounds up a band of misfits from the internet to investigate her disappearance employing vinyl lps cameras and other oddities and battles that blend twitch-based minigames with turn-based combat as they brave booby-trapped factories and puzzle-ridden caves in search of the truth. Um, the game is something I've been excited for for a while. Uh, and then when it came out, it was it was not reviewed well. <laughs> <laughs> a big complaint was the uh, story. Um, a lot of people complain about the story and the writing being very um, being very pretentious. It reeked, uh, allegedly, according to some reviews, it reeked of, like, college-level, like, baby's first, like, postmodern art piece <laughs> writing. Um, but it's something I was excited for for a while. Uh, now that it's on Game Pass, I definitely will give it a shot, at least yeah. just to try it. Um, even if the reviews came in pretty bad, I mean, I haven't played it yet, so I can be there, to sh- at least to shit on the writing if it is that bad. Oh, and then there's a controversy where, like the writer was like shitting on people on Twitter when they were like commenting on this game. Like so that that's like a thing you never do. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that that's like a thing you never do, but you got to learn, got to learn somehow. So Uh but yeah, that's it for uh, Game Pass. Uh, everything's coming out at least January 14th, so in a couple days. Uh it's like what, 2 days from now. Yeah, um yeah. You know, if you haven't got Game Pass yet, you're fucking up. It's such a good deal. Like, really, really, doesn't matter whether you have an Xbox or if you have a PC. I know most of us play on PC, man. Like, it's such a good deal. Game Pass. Fucking a lot of the games I played this year were because of Game Pass. Even games like I've wanted to play for a while are there on Game Pass. Go check it out, man. Go go get your subscription now. Do it. Go. Go 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 go. go. Yeah, I don't know if you're still doing the one dollar for three months deal, but. Um, that was happening. It's still $1 to get in, but I did see a deal. It was like $5 for like five months or something, but that's only if it's like your first sign up. You can also, if you use Bing, if you use Bing search, you get like reward points and you can use those points to buy game pass as well. So if you just like search on Bing a lot, you get, you can get free game pass and xbox live and shit like that ah oh, bing you have to pay people to use you <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a good idea sometimes i, I use like, uh i use the edge browser a lot so sometimes i am like searching in there my fucking cat is like jumping on my table what is wrong with you <laughs> she like jumped on my table trying to crawl behind my monitor i don't know why you can hear her like bell like ringing <laughs> warm back there Jesus Christ. Um but yeah, dude, it's a it's a good deal. Um I didn't know about that whole Bing thing. I'm definitely gonna check that out. <laughs> yeah. They got a bunch of like reward like Microsoft reward stuff on there. But like I got like thirty thousand points and I haven't used them on anything. But yeah. Uh trailers. Uh this just in hot off the press. Uh Bethesda 
is making a uh, they're making an Indiana Jones game. Now, I was worried about this. <laughs> That's how I found out Machine Games, the Wolfenstein guys are the ones making it. So now um, I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay. but then but then uh you, you but then I know you're you, going you keep this. reading. I know you're going yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what it is. Um uh, executive produced by Todd Howard. There it is. <laughs> who's uh, you know, let's just say he's never made a good game. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. That's a little harsh, but I mean, the come on. scale you can make a fucking roller coaster off the scale of excitement I got when I heard of this. Bethesda teasing Indiana Jones game. Sorry at the bottom. Developed by Machine Games. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. With Ooh. Todd Howard as producer. Oh. oh. <laughs> Look, one oh. one man one man does not make or break a game, so. Tell that to Peter Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're right. <laughs> I mean, look, there's there's a lot of talented people at Machine Games. They are working with um, Lucasfilm Games, who um, I think they just rebranded as well. Um, they have everything. All their Lucas stuff is now under the umbrella. Uh, Lucasfilm Games, so... Um, there's a lot of talented people here, so I, I'm hopeful. I fucking love those Wolfenstein games. Dude, love, me too. I love that Machine Games is, is working on something different. This is entirely different. Um, I have no yeah. idea how, what, like, kind of game this will be. So this is, um, this is exciting. So we probably won't see anything from this for the next couple of years. So it'll be cool to see still. Um, I'm still excited to see it come to fruition, man. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's very different what they're working on. I mean, if they just bust out another first-person shooter, I'll be fine with it. But, yeah, you know, I feel like that's not what they're going to do. You know, I feel but like... Uh, Indiana, you can't really do that. I don't think Indiana Jones works as just, like, a first-person shooter. Like, no, I agree. That's that's it. why that's I'm a third person game. I would I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll have to wait and see what they do, man. I'm excited. Uh, anytime Machine Games works on something, I'm I I definitely give it my attention. Yeah. So I have to wait and see what happens. Um, we also got a trailer for Hitman Three. I didn't know that was happening. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't played it yet. I haven't played any of the new Hitman games. Everyone tells me they're good. They're I've great. heard a lot of good things about them. They're great sandbox games in the same way that um Metal Gear Solid Five is like just an incredible sandbox. Just you just play around and and experiment with different ways to kill shit. <laughs> yeah. Um this is the same way. Uh and they actually encourage they have different um they have a bunch of different like challenges that you can do. So like it'll it'll limit you. Like hey, kill this guy, but you have to wear this vampire costume, uh, <laughs> shit like that. Like it's 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 real fun. We have to kill them with this giant dual wield axe weapon. Um, so you have to like find a way to like sneak in a double fucking axe and and kill someone with it. Like it's really cool in that way. Um, uh, 
Like, I'll definitely know. check it out, man. Like everyone tells me they're solid. It's on my list for sure. I know that's like my fucking catchphrase, but I'm fucking, I'm a married man. I work full time. I don't have time to play everything that comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the, uh, the VR trailer for the game, which is, um, I wasn't, I wasn't sure how they were going to do it, man, but yeah, we talked about this. You're like, how is that going to work in VR? And there it is. It looks <laughs> really in cool. VR. It looks yeah. awesome. It definitely does. Uh, that's something that's on my list, man. Uh, the next thing I want to get, I do want to get a VR for this computer. So I can talk about that a little bit more on the podcast. That'll be cool. Yeah. That's not going to be for a while. <laughs> um, it, uh, it feels like VR is like on a downswing, kind of. I don't which, know Which bumps me out because I, I play with VR. And when I play with it, I'm like, oh, this is like, this is the next step in gaming here. Like, yeah, the jump from 2D to 3D gaming. This is what we're looking at here, from regular gaming to VR gaming. Not even. I feel like VR is still like in like the Atari age. Like they're it still trying to figure is. out like simple shit, like how do you walk, like simple shit like that. They're still trying to figure out. Um, it's it's something that's got to just be done through trial and error. They just got to experiment and find the best ways to do things. Still. So I think if Nintendo got in the VR game, they would find they would find the way. I think so, too. I feel like Nintendo's oh. always been the ones to just nail it there on their first go. I agree. We'll have to wait and see what happens with VR. But I, I have no doubt in my mind that if it gets handled well, this could be like the next step in gaming. Um. Speaking of next step in gaming, Fall Guys has <laughs> a trailer. Uh, yeah. All jokes aside, we talked about this earlier. There's a Doom costume coming out for it, which this trailer makes Fall Guys look like a lot more fun than it really is. Yeah, game is um, not this. This is not that game. <laughs> it felt like that the first time I played it, but it was yeah. definitely not like that the second, third, and fifth time I played it. Yeah. Um, the um, Doom costumes are cool as hell. I love me some Doom. But that's not enough to get me to go back into it. Yeah. It's a costume. Like, if they had Doom-themed maps, that would be cool. Uh, I would be all over that, dude. Doom-themed maps? Oh, yes, Like, Doom enemies flying? Like, a Caco Demon that you had to, like, jump past or shit? Man, now I'm just, like, thinking, like, I should be on the development team for this. For that (laughs) idea. You guys should fucking steal that and fucking... Because that's a genius idea. I don't mean yeah, you can, stroke you my have that idea right there. That's a great idea. That's what I thought this trailer was for <laughs> yeah. when I saw it. And then like, oh, no, we're going to fucking release a trailer for costumes. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, why? See, if this was Fortnite, they would have like maps. They would have shit in the map. Like Fortnite, yeah. I feel like has been iterating very quickly and very well on their shit, man. It's it's. That that's the thing that Fortnite did right that um, Fall Guys is doing wrong is that they're they're not like they're not iterating enough on their on their ideas. Like a costume is one thing, but have like sh- put shit in the map. Like have like live events like that game does. Like it's it's um it's a night and day difference. Yeah, and we'll have to wait and see if they do do something with it. But I feel like at this point, like it might be too late, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, they could they could always bring it back. Yeah. If you remember, if you remember how Fortnite launched, uh, yeah. that game wasn't looking too hot in the beginning as well. So that's true. So have to wait and see. It's got to be more positive. Um, in other news, the we got a 14 minute gameplay video of the medium, which that's something I never played. Of course, I didn't play it. It's not fucking out yet. But that's something I, I really followed. I meant to say I really followed because I didn't really care when I heard it get announced. Uh, but a lot of people were comparing it to like, oh, this is like the next Silent Hill game. This is Silent it's, Hill. It's those guys. It's the uh, Layers of Fear guys. Um, yeah. Which they have two extremely successful games under a belt. Um, yeah. Uh, they did Observer, right? Was that them? Um, um let me look it up observer is next level like that game is fucking incredible uh i think that's them if that's not them then fuck it but um uh layers of fear was developed by bluebird team and bluebird team worked on observer yep observer layers of um, fear layers of fear 2 Observer Ooh, is fucking next level, man. Like, um, the 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 attention to detail in that game is fucking incredible. That's why I'm I'm looking at this game and I'm like, there's this has to be something special. They're two for two already. Layers of Fear is my favorite horror game ever. I guess that officially came out because otherwise it'd be PT, but uh. Well, they also did like Blair Witch, so you know, Blair Witch. <laughs> that's like that's I, I I give leeway when they're working with someone else's IP because like we all know Platinum Games is great at what they do, but when they get someone else's IP, shit gets fucked because now yeah. someone else is calling the shots when it comes to that. Um, so this is all them, and I'm I'm just I'm excited to play this whenever the fuck it comes out I don't think they've updated the release date yeah I know it got delayed but I'm not sure if they got a new release date on it but either way I'm I'm uh, I'm excited for this so um, it looks interesting game. yeah it looks interesting Um, I never played a Silent Hill game so I can't vouch for if it's like the next Silent Hill game the next like evolution of Silent Hill style horror but it looks interesting. Care. All I need to know yeah. is that it's those guys. Um, they make incredible games. So I've I've also never played Silent Hill, but I I don't even care. Like as long as I know it's, it's these guys, I'm sure it's going to be good. So um, we'll have to wait and see what time says about this game. Um, that's not set to come out till later this year, right? Yeah, they delayed it so. Uh, January 28th, 2021. So two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, you know, for the utmost accuracy, um, this will be the first, uh, Xbox series exclusive. So that's, <laughs> it is that's coming exciting. out on PC. So well, PC is what well, everything is on, on going to be on PC for them. So it does yeah. look interesting um is it any word if it's coming out on game pass i don't know i think it will be on game pass as well 
I've got to Google it. Well, the medium beyond Game Pass. It will be included on Game Pass. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited to finally try this. Um, been waiting long for this, so. Yeah, it just looks it, yeah. it looks great. Looks, looks good. And if it's on Game Pass, like even better, man. I don't have to fucking pay anything for it. I can just go and try it. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Um, we also got a trailer for King of Fighters 15. Now, I like to think I'm the resident like fighting game guy here. Um yeah. <laughs> and which is funny because I'm not even like that big into the fighting game scene. But I do like King of Fighters. Uh, Garu Mark of the Wolves is probably one of my favorite fighting games when I like Street Fighter 3. Um, one of the things about King of Fighters, they've always been like second best to me for like Street Fighter. But because they're kind of aware of that, I feel like they try a little bit harder, mechanically speaking, than yeah. Street Fighter does. Um, they don't have the same polish that Capcom can put out for their game. They don't, they don't, they don't have the, the, the resources to do that or graphical fidelity or visual you know, goodies, but they've always had a pretty solid fighting system that I like. Um, there's no gameplay for King of Fighters 15, so I have no idea how that's going to play. But I did play King of Fighters 14. I liked it a lot. Um, in fact, until like Street Fighter 5 like, got its shit together, I liked King of Fighters 14 a lot more. Uh, but hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens, man. I like when new fighting games came out. I like playing fighting games, so I'll definitely be there to try this out once it drops. Um, this is something I literally just saw this on Facebook like 30 minutes before we started the podcast but uh, oh, Return yeah. to Castle Monkey Ball looks <laughs> phenomenal uh, yes so um, this is actually launched you can play this right now in your browser okay. mm-hmm. um, it is a uh, Monkey Ball version of Wolfenstein uh, and it's fucking incredible. <laughs> it really is. Um, this is not like a full conversion mod. This is like a standalone game. Like, yeah. And it looks phenomenal, dude. Um, I'm definitely gonna check this out. Maybe later today or tomorrow on uh, itch. So you can get it on itch.io. Uh, you play it in your browser. You just go to the website and just yeah. It just you, you can just start playing right there. Um, it's uh. Yeah, I played a little bit. It's actually more difficult than it looks. Because <laughs> uh, you can't shoot anything. You don't get a gun. You have to, like, smack into the uh, the enemies to kill them. Uh, yeah, it's uh, very interesting. I don't know how anyone comes up with this concept. but uh, they. I literally got it opened up on Itch right now. <laughs> I'm taking a look at it. Oh, it even has a difficulty settings too. That's cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's really cool. I'll put I'm the, definitely uh, gonna be checking that out later today. This looks I'll dope as the, shit. I'll put the link in the chat here. So, fun fact: I've never played Monkey Ball, like ever. What do you? What are you, man? Fucking living a, a deprived life. 
Probably. <laughs> okay, you know, there's a lot of games I haven't played. I will say that the games I haven't played is definitely more than the games I have played. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't do it on purpose. I don't, like, not play these games to fuck with you. <laughs> it just happens. Um, my wife's played Monkey Ball, and she likes it. Monkey Ball, exactly. so fun. That was that was one of the first GameCube games I ever played. Probably probably the first, actually. Um, I think I got that, and I got Fancy Star Online when I got my GameCube, and um, played a shitload of Monkey Ball, dude. Um, phenomenal games. Um, there's a thing, Sega, man. I I, I love Sega because they they make. Not so much anymore, but they make games that no one else fucking makes. Like they just have like a feel to them, that arcadey feel, um, that no one else, no one else even tries to emulate. It's it's um, you know, like the crazy taxis and the like yeah. Space Channel fives. Like they just have like a feel to them. Just just like the the announcer, <laughs> like the announcer and the way like the words fly in on the screen. Um, yeah, dude, I love that. I wish more games were, weren't afraid to be games. I feel like games now are too scared to like be video games, and that 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 bums me out. <laughs> yeah, um, that's one of the things that I love Sega for. Um, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's all the uh, trailers we've got. Um, there is a game or there are there's this game i i, I want to talk about one second i i had it on my list here this trailer came out a couple months ago but we've never talked about it on the podcast so i wanted to bring it up give me one fucking forgot what that shit was called uh i'm so embarrassed yeah there was some ces shit going on today um amd announced their new like uh their zen 3 uh, mobile chips or laptop chips, so that's exciting. Crazy that Intel is just completely non-existent <laughs> in uh yeah. laptops right now. It's uh boy, the tables are turned. Um, so I found the game. It's called Midnight Fight Express. Check this shit out. I put it in the stream chat. It's a humble game. Wait, but look at this. It's like, it is like an isometric beat em up <laughs> with this really cool looking, free flowing, almost physics based like combat system. Yeah. <laughs> it looks cool as shit, dude. Wow. I am super into this. This got announced back in August and I, we've never talked about it. Um, it's supposed to be coming out this year. I've already wish listed it and it looks fucking phenomenal. Uh, those of you who like action movies, it recreates a lot of action movie set pieces. Uh, the church from Kingsman is in there. Um, the bathroom from Mission Impossible is in there. So it recreates a lot of those and just lets you go hog wild in it. It looks dope, dude. Like I'm, I'm really into this. <laughs> I just, just wanted to give that minute, that game, a quick uh, fifteen seconds of fame there. <laughs> Yeah, that's a humble game too. Yeah. So, 
Uh, the game's in pre-alpha right now. That's all the footage we're seeing. But this looks fun as hell, dude. Like, I love me some fighting games. I love me some beat-em-ups. And this looks like it's taking all those boxes for me, man. Yeah, this shit looks crazy. Uh, the environments are cool. Like, that dude got slammed through a sink. That looked cool as hell. <laughs> like, I'm into this. Like, I'm, I, that's all I can say, man. I'm into it. I can't wait to see what this what this game turns into. Yeah. Midnight Fight Express. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to add that to the... Uh... Add that to the wish list that is like 800 games strong now. <laughs> For sure, man. Um, and some other, we got some new releases coming out. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's Core Collection comes out today on Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Um, we talked about Five Nights at Freddy's a little bit. We're we're not how can I word it? We're not fans of the game, I should say. I've never played any of these fucking games. Um I played the first uh, one for like a couple yeah. minutes. <laughs> um uh oh this this game has the uh Guinness world record for the largest number of sequels sequels released in one year. Yeah, because didn't like Fucking all four of them come out the same year or something. Yeah, I think so. Um, this core collection is going to be a collection of like the core Five Nights at Freddy's games. Um, I don't fucking know which ones they are, so don't ask me. I know there's like some turn-based RPG spinoff that came out for free. I don't think that's going to be in that collection. Um, and I noticed as I said that how ridiculous it sounded, but that's a thing that happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's coming out on Switch, PS4, Xbox One. I don't know how it's gonna play, honestly, because those games have always been on PC and mobile, right? Because you're like, you have all this shit you need to look at, these like cameras you need to look through. Um, yeah, like, doors you need to lock. This game, I don't know, be like two dollars. If it's like, <laughs> if it's anything more than like five dollars, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do anything, but. <laughs> I was just here. I could do shit. We're gonna buy legit, it, but <laughs> it, it will be interesting to see the price. Did, was it seeing like twenty bucks when it came out? Uh, I think they were like two dollars when they came out, like, in, like individually. They were pretty. They were cheap. I know that. Ooh, um, the Five Nights at Freddy's Core Collection for the Nintendo Switch is currently going for forty dollars on Amazon. Oh my fucking god. It includes Five Nights at Freddy's 1 through 4 and Sister Location. Well, if you're a, if you're a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's, there you go. And the new Five Nights at Freddy's, the 3D one, uh, what's it called, Help Wanted, is coming out for $30. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, at least, that uh, one at least looks like it's worth $30. I mean, these games came out on mobile, dude. I don't think there's any reason to cost that much. Yeah, just just get it on. Your phone. Yeah, each game is like five dollars, eight dollars. So I guess that's cheaper than buying them all, because like five night, like five nights, one is five dollars, and two through three are like eight. 
But like, aren't they all the same game? It's like you know those like Neptunia games. They're <laughs> all the same games. Uh, like once you play one, you've played them all. There's like subtle differences, but like uh, I've played like two of them. I finished one of them, uh, and I have all of them, <laughs> and uh, they're all the same. So, like, I, so, I, so here's something that's funny. I'm doing the math here because, yeah, of course I'm gonna do the math here. And Five Nights at Freddy's one is five dollars. Two through three are like eight, and then Sister Location is eight. If you do the math there, that is like $37. <laughs> so it's a little bit cheaper to buy them all individually than it is to buy that collection on Switch. Or you could like wait for like a Steam sale. Yeah. Where they'll be even cheaper. Because those games have been down to like single digits. I mean, they're single digits now. Five dollars and eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, that's Five Nights at Freddy's core collection, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Don't uh, probably probably don't waste your money. I yeah, I mean that game runs on a toaster, dude. You could like, if you have like some fucking bargain bin. PC, you can run those games. If you have a smartphone, you can run those games. Yeah. Don't 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 waste your console space. Don't waste your shelf space buying it. At least I think so. Unless it came with like some collectible stuff, then I can see maybe that be worth picking up physically. But I'm not seeing that here, so don't waste your time. Um. And. We also have MXGP 2020 coming out on PS5 January 14th. Um, I've never heard of this game. I've how can I word? I've heard of them. There's those motocross games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not my cup of tea. I'm sure there's someone out there who's like counting down the days for this to come out on PS5. I'm sure there's yeah. someone out there who bought a PS5 for this game, but. <laughs> Shouts out to Windham on YouTube for this for this footage. Um, boy, this looks like one of those games. Yeah, that, that's all I could say about it. It looks like one of those games. <laughs> it um, looks bad, man. It doesn't look like this should be releasing in 2021. Uh, is this the PS5 footage? Don't tell me that's the PS5 footage. It doesn't say. I mean, it came out this that that video is from December of last year, so I doubt that's the PS5 footage. Yeah, but even if it was, do do we really expect much? Right, well, it's okay. Let me let me let me do my due diligence and see if I can find some PS5 footage here. How about that? Let's give it. <laughs> let's give it a fair fucking. Ah, right, here we go. First look me... gameplay. Oh, that's 2021 though. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I think 2021 is the date. I think like... PS5 here. I don't fucking know. Yeah, just look at the PS5 one, whatever. That's That one I know for sure is the same game we're talking about. Is it fucked up, these games? Oh, God. That... 
This is on the same system that's running. Oh God, I I don't like the way this looks. Turn it off. Like that's <laughs> gross. Um, Do I am streaming it? It's not. It's not at 1080p. It's not. This is the same system that has Demon Souls. Man, the Demon Souls remaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't. PS4 has The Last of Us Part 2 and that ain't no slouch. Yeah. So Yeah. That I mean, I, I hope who's whoever's buying that game is buy isn't buying it for the graphical fidelity. Um and it's some new something I actually want to play. We have the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World the game coming out January 14th. Uh this for those of you who don't know. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is a fucking phenomenal comic book that was made into a fucking phenomenal movie back in 2009-2010. And it had a phenomenal beat-em-up made by Ubisoft to come out at the same time. Um, licensing issues, the game was delisted from the store. And it's been like, what, eight years since it got delisted? It's been a while. Yeah. And, and now it's back, man. And not just that, but... It's the complete edition, so it comes out with all the DLC as well that came out on for Scott Pilgrim. It looks... I love this game. I'm definitely going to be picking this up because, one, I love beat-em-ups. I love Scott Pilgrim. I played the Scott Pilgrim game back when it came out, and I fucking loved it. So I can't wait to see uh, this come out. Um, I'm debating if I want to get it on Switch or PC because this game feels like it was made for the Switch. But we'll see yeah. what happens, man. Um, yeah, if you ever play this, it's basically River City Rampage. It is. It's absolutely yeah. River City Rampage, but it has music from Anamanaguchi, who, if you never heard of them, are fucking phenomenal. They're one of the best like chip tune artists I've ever listened to. Um, they make some good shit, dude. Um, I love me some Anamanaguchi. They're fucking. Oh, what was that fucking album they did? I can't remember. They did this album that I like. I listened to. Get Rich or Die Trying. Shut the fuck up. Endless Fantasy. When Endless Fantasy came out, two thousand thirteen, I was still in college. I was still coding, and I would listen to that on repeat during coding sessions. It was really good. Um, seriously, check them out. Uh, check this game out. It's coming out in two days, the fourteenth. Um, and those of you who have played it, but you're like worried, what if it gets delisted again? Limited Run Games is doing a physical release for it. So that's something to look into. If you really, really want to pick something, pick up something physical, you can look into that. Um, don't sleep on this game, dude. I love this game, and I'm excited to see it coming back. Yeah. Hopefully they um, have the online play here. Yeah, because that's one thing, the original one. I don't think the original one had online play, right? It was uh, all couch co-op. I think so. So that's a big thing for me for beat 'em ups in the year, this the current year. Uh, is that I need uh I need online play, man. Like couch co op is uh is kind of a a dead. Now I like when games do have couch co op, but you gotta you gotta have that online now. It's a different is a is a different time. Yeah, it's kind of hard to quarantine. With couch co-op, but <laughs> yeah. I know Steam has um Steam has a couch you can do couch co-op online. Yeah, I heard about that. Um 
but I haven't gotten to try it with anything yet. I know like they have retro, you can do it in retro arc where you can play. Um, you can like send the game to like your friends list and then they just jump in as player two on anything, which is cool as fuck. Um, but if it's so easy to do a third party tool can do it for you. Just fucking build it into the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't wait yeah. to see this game come out, dude. Like, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm not really. I, you know, I like the game. It's okay. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. You're wrong. You know, I, I kind of rather play River City Rampage, to be honest. But uh, that's just me. You mean River City Ransom? River City. Oh, yeah. What did I say? You think it you're thinking of Retro City Rampage, which is like <laughs> style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um if you like Rivers, have you heard of River City Ransom Underground? Uh yeah. You played it yet? Because it's think basically that's, uh, like this. It's basically this. Isn't that different though? I know that I mean, like it's a, a volleyball game. River City started out as like um like sports games. Uh so like they had like a volleyball, they had like a dodgeball. Um they were like they were like mini like mini sports games. Um so like I saw I mean, like River a bunch City of those. Ransom Underground is like it's a beat 'em up like River City Ransom, but it's a little bit more updated. And it looks cool as hell. I haven't played it yet. I probably should. I should give it a shot. It's in the same like graphical style as River City Ransom, but a little bit more, uh, a little bit cleaner animations. Doesn't look so stiff. Fuck! I want to play this game. I'm gonna put it in the stream chat. This game came out like what, like three years ago? Boom. Like, it looks good. Um, if you haven't played it yet, I mean, it looks solid. Uh, River City Girls also is good. I've, I've been playing that like crazy. I just love me some beat-em-ups, dude. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there need there needs to be more of these types of of uh, beat 'em ups. I agree. Um, oh yeah, this looks okay. Yep, this looks this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't think I knew about this. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> There's a whole like Kickstarter for it because the guys I got the license, they managed to convince. Um, I think Ark had the license at the time. They managed to convince them to give them the license to make this game. And they kickstarted it and put it out there, and it it just kind of came and went. I don't think anyone talked about it. And then River City Girls came out, I think, like two years later, and that got all the attention. Yeah. Yeah, this is an app that's going to go into wish list. <laughs> All right. Well, 
right, that's the show, man. Yeah, that's gonna do it. Uh, gamerverse.com, gamerverse.com slash Twitch, gamerverse.com slash YouTube, gamerverse.com slash Discord. Uh, let us know. Let us know what you think. Tell us, uh, especially when it comes to our fucking top 10. We need to know, did we fuck up? <laughs> did we Did we do it right? You know, tell Wasabi his opinion on uh, Do Eternal's bullshit. I think we did it right. I think yeah, I think our list is solid. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a good list. Um, I'm going to be playing. Uh, I was taking a little break from uh, the games a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to get back to. Uh, I think I'm going to get Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, good shit. I'm going to I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to do. PS4 shit. I want to get rid of my PS4, so I'm just want to clean up the last of that shit. So, Kingdom Hearts, I got to finish. Persona is like 15 bucks, um, or like 25 or something like that. So I'm gonna grab that. There you uh, go. Sackboy's Big Adventure. I'm gonna grab that. Um, and just kind of wrap up the PS4 shit. So, um, right on, after, man. Uh, I will be streaming that either this week or next week. Um, so yeah, so stay tuned for that. Gamerverse.com. Um, that's it.